0: Dear friend, thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. This is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. You are listening to Fabiano Nyonguru. I'm your host today, but I have my good friend, uh, Pastor Hugh Heenan, as my co-host today. And we are here in South Australia, and we are delighted to spend the next hour with you. Friends, welcome. This week on the Draft Time program, we've been covering the theme, uh, Perverse People. Big questions about biblical characters. But today in particular, we are studying the subject. Do believers ever doubt? You know, some of you are familiar with Thomas in the Bible who uh, wanted to see with his own eyes before he could believe. And so that is the question uh, that we are also asking today. Thomas, do believers ever doubt? That is really the, the title of our subject today. And like I said, I do have, uh, Pastor Hugh Heenan here in the studio, a regular on the Faith FM, stu- uh, Faith FM program and in the studio, correct? And, uh, we, uh, uh, what should I say, uh, having quite an interesting weather here in South Australia. It is hot and I hear that tomorrow it's going to be even Ooh, hot. Oh, yes. Oh,
1: wow. It's going to be yes, hotter. So <laughs> <laughs> it's very hot. How are you coping, Pastor Hugh? Well, it's funny you should say that because, you know, in terms of the temperature gauge, it's right. all that hot. Ah, right. You know, well, it hasn't been. Interesting. You know, it's just been gradually going up a bit yes. like the frog <laughs> and <a> kettle. <laughs> exactly. uh, the kettle. Exactly. But by the same measure, it's also true to say that uh, uh, it just seems to be a lot hotter at night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they reckon it it's going to get quite uh, sultry and hot uh, tomorrow. Oh, so, really? in fact, we're going from twenty nine, I understand today, to thirty seven tomorrow, and then back down to twenty four the day after that. It's a bit like temperature <laughs> yo yo that's going on here <laughs> exactly, in Adelaide at the moment. And, yeah, a bit of a hot and cold treatment. And we hope that uh, today's program will help you with your hot and cold moments when <laughs> it comes to faith.
0: <laughs> that's it. That's mm. it. We praise God, and hey, here at Faith FM, we uh, take uh, all of our answers from the Bible and. we're uh, we believe that the bible is the uh it's it's authoritative uh, and that uh, we can find answers to our uh, questions. And yes, I believe and I do pray that as we study from the Bible, as Pastor Hugh leads in this discussion, that you will be able to find a solution to your hotness or coldness in your spiritual <laughs> journey as well. <laughs> That's
1: right. No, nothing lukewarm around here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so, friends, yes, a number of things are happening uh, across the globe. Uh Once again, um from the Christian headlines, uh, we find quite interesting uh, articles there being published. Um, and um, a gentleman by the name of Michael Youssef blames America's growing secularism on biblical literacy in the church. Illiteracy, I should say. Uh, in the church. That's quite an interesting observation. Mm. And so pastor and author Michael Youssef says the problem of biblical illiteracy is to blame for America's growing secularism, And he hopes a new book on the topic can help turn the tide. Uh, The founder of Leading the Way uh, Ministries and pastor of church of the Apostles in Atlanta, Youssef, this month, released a new book, And it is titled, How to Read the Bible. As if your life depends on it. That, he says, is the culmination of 50 plus years of ministry. And he calls it a crash course on the Bible and says he hopes it helps Christians fall in love again with God's word. Uh, Biblical uh, illiteracy translates into uh, ignorance of the issues that we're facing. The moral issues, he says. And uh, he was speaking here to the Christian headlines, referencing as an example societal debates over gender and uh, sexuality. And I quote again from him, how can I measure, in, in in brackets, those issues against the Word of God if I don't know the Word of God and if I do not spend time understanding the character of God? And so he is raising quite an interesting question here. And uh, in my own um Understanding, uh, their pastor Hugh, it, it is true that, um, if we are not spending enough time in God's word, well, we are going to struggle to be able to, uh, thrive in our Christian journey, let alone be able to have a response, uh, mm. especially to some of these, mm. uh, complex issues of which we are wrestling with, uh, as a result, obviously, of, in my own, um, uh, belief as a result of the human social constructs. And, and we tend to, I guess, wrestle with the things that, I believe we shouldn't be wrestling with, but hey, but I do believe that the Bible provides an answer, and mm. uh, and what I mean by that, I do believe that the Bible can, uh, um, uh, uh oh, it, it helps, it helps us to uh, see the the path of which we should be on, and helps us to understand things. Uh, it gives us a a set of lenses that I believe will give us. Um, Uh, Solid answers. Yes, it may not be, uh, you know, uh, every, uh, I guess, um, every detail of, you know, answers to your satisfaction. But I do believe that truly the answers in the Bible are profound Mm. and they are solid. Uh, What Mm. are your thoughts, Pastor, as you reflect on this um, uh, interesting article and uh, uh, point of view that uh, uh, Michael Yusuf presents? Yes, I think it's a very valid point that uh, Michael Youssef has
1: made there, because the truth of the matter is that uh, what we soak our mind in, you know, the juice of of our of our thinking mm. is going to, in turn, determine the conclusions we reach, and so. Uh, if we are constantly being soaked in cynicism, in skepticism, right. in doubt, uh, if, if we are constantly just seeking our questions and never, for that matter, going a bit deeper and trying to find foundational, fundamental answers to those questions, right. uh, then uh, we're going to constantly be you know, tossed here and there like a cork in the ocean. As well, right. the Apostle Paul would put it in the Bible itself, right. yeah, he says that, uh, uh, that those who are, uh, that, are, are that way inclined, yes. who, who are not sticking close to Christ, who are not spending time in his word who are not seeking to grow into the fullness of the stature of Jesus Christ and mature in a wow. relationship with Him, are going to be, you know, tossed to and fro by every mm. wind and wave, or blown here and there by every wind and wave yeah, yeah. of doctrine. Right. Or, in other words, of teaching or yes. of, or of philosophy, Correct. of cunningness and craftiness and deceitful scheming of men.
0: Wow. <clears throat>
1: in other words, you're going to be susceptible to all the other voices around you. Correct. It's like the old saying, you know, uh-huh. if, if uh, you you um you can't please everyone. <laughs> if You try yes. to please everyone, you Correct. displease everyone. Correct. <clears throat> Uh, But if you also listen to everyone, Mm. you'll never fully understand the answer. Right. Because you'll always uh, be trying to juxtapose many different points of view. Right. Uh, And so at the end of the day, you have to... Uh, not just be a reflector of other people's thoughts. wonderful, Or merely a, a spectator to the field of action. Right. Or I might put it another way uh-huh. uh, and say not just simply being uh, someone who is a, uh, a consumer of somebody else's content. And a, that's one of the big keys I think in today's world is we're consuming so much content mm. that other people have created. Wow. when allowing our minds to have the time to be aside to be still and know that God is God wow. to hear from yeah. God to spend time with God to dig deep into God's word the bible and see just how uh, how uh, reliable and credible his word is mm-hmm. uh, that it truly is your uh, bread to the hungry uh, that it Wonderful. is very much uh, what is there to nourish our soul yes but also to quicken our intellect. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think we have forgotten that, uh, in many respects, that it was the Bible. And going back to the Bible that started the Great Reformation, but in the wings of the Reformation Uh brought us out of the Dark Ages, the Middle Ages, into you know the the period of Renaissance and then right. the Enlightenment, yes. and then all of the great values that we have upheld ever since, and that have mm. been the bedrock of uh, an expansive, progressive, yeah. uh, and uh, not just intellectual but wise society, wisely yes. constructed society, mm-hmm. <coughs> has been built upon the the bedrock of the Bible. Wow, that's Uh, powerful And uh, really it was during the dark ages That the Bible was chained to pulpits It was not allowed to be read by the common people Uh uh, And people were kept uh, in superstition so sadly (laughs) Even though it's the Bible that has led us Out of darkness into light Uh And that shouldn't surprise us The Bible itself says that uh, Thy word, speaking to to God David says in the Psalms Thy word is a lamp unto my feet And a light unto my path path. And so no wonder we've made such immense progress Uh, In in a wide range of areas, socially, scientifically, uh, and uh, um, in terms of civilization, but also um, uh, in terms of our relationships with each other and how we treat each other in the last half a millennium, since the time of the Reformation, since getting back to the Bible. No wonder, because the Bible has been a light to our path Mm. as we've made Mm. our way out of the Dark Ages. And so sadly, (laughs) those who don't understand this (coughs) look Uh back on history and say, oh, Christianity, isn't that the time of the Dark Ages? Yeah. But they forget that that was not true Christianity. Mm. That was Christianity devoid of the light from the Bible to Ah. the common man. Yes. Uh, Christianity... As it was meant to be, mm-hmm. imperfectly though it is, uh-huh. uh, because, you know, it's always going, going to be imperfect this side of heaven, uh-huh. um, was really began to come back to the fore again mm. uh, in the times since the Great Reformation, going back to the Bible being reformed, right. not just being, um, being conformed to the society around us, but being uh-huh. transformed by the renewing of our mind as S- we spent time in God's Word. Yeah. Um, and sadly now, <clears throat> in an age where Everyone has access to the bible it 's only a push button away, let yes. alone a page turn away. Uh-huh. We now live in a time where many people take that for granted and mm. never open the good book wow and, and so, so no wonder yes. um, our friend uh, michael, michael Yusuf, Yusuf yeah. uh, has um, has said what he has because yes. it 's so true <clears throat> we, uh, The reason people are filled with doubts yes, and the reason people I find it hard to dispel darkness and depression and, right. and anxiety and heavy heavy heartedness, a yes. uh, lack of purpose, Right. a uh, lack of a sense of uh, of uh, our place in the world,
0: contentment, contentment, yeah, yeah,
1: and deep peace. Right is because we have not opened. The source of faith.
0: Mm, That's profound. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, so I really would really encourage people to, to, uh, explore this matter with us today. If you've ever had doubts. Right. You're in very good company. All right. And, and, uh, yeah, we're going to explore that together. Right. right Today.
0: Oh, that's, that is, that is powerful because it really leads into, uh, today's uh, question, uh, which is really the Thomas question. Um, and, 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 and obviously we'll be asking, do believers ever doubt? Mm. Uh, and so it, it sounds like truly we are on the right page here. You know, I, I'm reminded of the words of, um, David, uh, who said, the entrance of thy words giveth light. Mm. It giveth understanding unto the simple in Psalms 119 verse 130. So mm. friends, I believe that today's, uh, topic, if we are honest, uh, is one that is going to really um, uh, help us in our spiritual walk uh, with God, and um, because many of us had had have had questions, um, so. Do believers ever doubt, really? Have you ever doubted? <laughs> so let, let's see what the Bible has to say. But before we get any further, please do remember that this is a topic, uh, you know, in a series, uh, which starts every Monday and we usually conclude on Friday. And so the theme has been uh, pre- uh perverse people big quick questions about biblical characters let us pray first and then we'll get into uh the subject uh, shortly after father in, in heaven we invite your presence we are so grateful and thankful that we have this opportune time to be able to delve deep into your word and allow the holy spirit to really penetrate uh deep uh, inside of our hearts and uh, and reveal deep and wonderful things to us and as well as challenges uh and draw us much closer to you. Father, we pray that as we learn, as we um discuss your truth, that you may enlighten our minds and help us to understand. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And so, friends, if you want to wedge in into the discussion, the number to uh to to um to have or to use is zero four triple eight eight oh eight eleven. So that is zero four eight oh eight is the same number that you will need if you want to claim today's uh, free giveaway. And mind Jude, we do have a Faith FM app, which you can use, and I highly recommend it. And uh, if Optus ever <laughs> loses <laughs> the network again, you can still connect uh, onto your local <laughs> library Wi-Fi. And on uh, Faith FM, uh, we will still be up and running. And um, yeah, so I just had to say that simply because it's so relevant and so... <laughs> 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 but once again, you need the app, the Faith FM app. And uh, yeah, so thank you for tuning in and we'll be right back shortly.
1: 8-0-8-double-1 oh. eight, eight, oh eight, That's
0: oh 0488880811. Oh and so let's come to this song um, by uh, Outliers. Uh, that is quite an interesting when title. Enjoy.
2: With doubt and fear. Great God, do thou my spirit cheer Let not mine eyes with tears be fed But to the rock of ages let me be led When storms, when storms of sin and sorrow beat, lead me to this divine retreat, thy perfect righteousness and Bye.
1: Made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio
0: Welcome back to Faith FM, the Draft Time Program I'm your host, Pastor Fabiano Neonhuru And I'm with Pastor Hugh Heenan here in the studios of Faith FM in South Australia Uh, And uh, we are on air across uh, Australia, New Zealand And we're so thankful that um, uh, you have tuned in to Faith FM And what a beautiful song A song by now... um, outliers now i'm not sure whether that's the title of the album but I, i i thought that was an amazing song because it really speaks to the subject of today when overwhelmed with doubt and fear great god do thou my spirit cheer and so friends uh that is really um the theme of our discussion today and the theme obviously of uh this week's uh subjects has been uh big questions about biblical characters but Today we are wrestling with the subject, do believers ever doubt? And so if you have ever found yourself in such a place uh, or you might be in that uh, uh, place right now, uh, I believe that today's uh, subject and um, uh, discussion will really speak to you. Um, let me ask a question. Have you ever been lost? Maybe you've faced a crossroad in life with no idea which way to go. Possibly you've taken a wrong turn and nothing looks familiar. It's inevitable. You are uh, Your anxiety level increases dramatically when you know that you are lost. And many of us have had Questions and some of us still have questions. We've got a wonderful giveaway, uh, and it is the book Have You Ever Been Lost by Chris Holland. Now, you may be interested in getting hold of this free giveaway, but I'll let you know how to get that shortly. So, stay with us, I'll let you know how to get this free giveaway for you or for a friend who might be lost in the Bible. We found hope for the wanderer, but in this book. This book will help you and lead you through the Bible and some inspired writings, which will really give you an anchor. So, this is a book which you really want to have. Have you ever been lost by Chris Holland? But before I let you know how to get this free giveaway, let's come back to uh, Pastor Hugh. Pastor Hugh Heenan, um, um, how? Uh, yeah, how do you understand this subject uh, or this question? Do believers ever doubt? <laughs> No, they, they never doubt.
1: <laughs> of course, if you've ever believed something, you have first had to doubt something yes. else. Yeah. In fact, if you've ever had to believe something, you first had to perhaps doubt it, question it, yes. reflect upon it, assess it, pull it apart, repackage it back together again, and see if it really holds true. Right. And, and that should not surprise us, that this also no. holds true with the most important truths, yes. or the most important uh, uh, life-changing realities right. that we'll ever encounter. And mm. so, one should expect. expect. Expect that, yes, we're going to have doubts. In fact, the biggest doubts Uh ought to be reserved for the greatest revelations or Ah, the greatest understandings Uh that then follow. The same is true in science. I mean, Mm. look at science. Now, (laughs) stick with me, folks, here. We're going somewhere with this. But with science, um, you don't just believe everything. You test it first. Right. Uh, you you conduct experiments. You see yes. if it can be if, if it's uh, something which can occur again and again with right. repetition, yes. um, and you make sure <clears throat> that there's not other mitigating factors mm. which are actually playing a part that you which. Con- lead you to, to a wrongful conclusion right so you have to take into account all the factors that come into play yes it's not it's not a naive um, assertion uh, it's a, a hypothesis yeah. is something which is um, uh, is a, is then uh, how shall I put this it's a hypothesis leads to testing that hypothesis and seeing if it really is true mm-hmm. now the same is true in our relationships. You right. think about your relationships. Uh-huh. Um, I'm sorry to put you on the spot here, Fabiana, uh, yeah, but, but when you fa- first met your beautiful wife, uh-huh. did you think to yourself, yep, I know for sure. That, you know, this is going to be, you know, she's the one, there's no one else, uh, and, uh, in fact, uh, you know, um, we're never going to encounter anything which will ever cause me to waver in that whatsoever. Uh, did, <laughs> did you, come to that conclusion just straight away?
0: No, no. unless if I lived in, uh, in, in La La Land, as some <laughs> people put it. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's sort of a, a romant, overly romanticized version Correct. of love. Falling in uh-huh. love with love rather than really the reality of what is in front of you. Mm. Uh, and, if that's true in science, if that's true in relationships, if that's true in every sphere of life, you uh-huh. know, even just catching a plane and flying in the in the sky above us, yeah. uh, I put my trust in the pilot, not on the basis of, hey, he, he looks good in a suit and a, and a cap. Mm. No. Rather instead because I know he's been through all the rigorous testing, he's done so many hours of flying, uh, he has been uh, vetted by the company, yeah. uh, he's also uh, proven himself with a track record along this same route uh, and so I'm thinking to myself, or is that Actually, fly with someone else who's flown it before him, Yes, that tells me <clears throat> that, okay, I can have faith and trust yes. that uh, I'm going to get from A to B all with right. this flight. Mm. So, what makes us think that the moment that we encounter doubt uh-huh. of any kind right. in our relationship with God, uh-huh. that suddenly we just need to throw it all away? Mm. That is truly the most... Um, uh, naive right. understanding of faith that a person could come across. Mm-hmm. So I want to just put everyone at ease this uh, this day and just say, Hey, look, you know, if you're encountering doubt, yes, good sign. Uh-huh. It means you're wrestling with God. Yes, it means that you haven't let him go. And guess what? Mm. He's not about to let you go. Yes. And as you wrestle with God, as you wrestle with the doubts that you have, mm. <clears throat> it's really you going deeper. Yes, yeah? yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. And, and, and getting a deeper understanding, a greater uh, closeness and intimacy with God and a yeah. deeper um, rational Right, as well as experiential basis yes. for the relationship that you enjoy with Jesus.
0: And, and some young people say you're being real in that you are not trying to fake things. You're trying to be authentic. Mm. You're asking the necessary questions. You're wrestling with this because you really want to know something. Absolutely, hmm.
1: it's not just some images on Instagram yeah. or you know, <laughs> hey, life with Jesus is yeah. great. No, yeah. no, 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 it's not like that. <laughs> uh, we're not dealing with fakery and pretense here. We yeah. are getting real. Mm. Uh, and when we think about the story of uh, you know the Apostle Thomas, right. Um thanks be to God, he became an apostle. And he did go and share the message of the resurrected Lord. But let me tell you something. Mm -hmm. He did not come to the conclusion that Jesus was the resurrected Lord until he had first tested the matter for himself. And I would encourage every listener to do the exact same. Yeah, So, let's think about this story. Uh, If you've got your Bibles handy, let's take a look together Hmm. uh, at the story of Thomas. Right. And uh, what we've got in mind here, what the most popular or most famous uh, uh, episode in the life of Thomas is, of course, just after the resurrection, a week after the resurrection. Oh, right. And in John chapter 20 and verse 24, we come across uh, this statement here. Now, Thomas, also known as Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. Hmm. And so the other disciples told him, hey, we've seen the Lord. <laughs> but he said to them, Unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were Mm. and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Sorry, what chapter was that again? John chapter 20, Gospel of John. All right. Yep, Gospel of John, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Uh chapter 20 and verse 24. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and it's interesting here. Some people look at this and go, oh, man he he was so skeptical yeah. um you know was he really a christian mm. uh, and many people have very pejoratively called others who have raised questions yeah. uh, they've said oh you're a doubting thomas wow. you're just like thomas
0: okay, okay. i tell you
1: what we can be glad for yes. the existence and the example right of thomas uh huh because he questioned the very, uh, the, the very basic details wow. for the basis of, of, of evidence in the resurrection. Mm. And because of his example, because of his experience, we can yes. say, ah, there's someone, and there's always someone out there who's a yes. bit like Thomas, yes. and we all have questions at some point in time, Correct. can say, ah, someone in the gospel's just like me. Mm. And, and truly here we see someone who was known as Didymus. Now, Didymus, Didymus simply meant twin, all right or twice as much of something okay. some people have said he had twice as many doubts as the rest of the disciples combined <laughs> um, but
0: he had a family pack maybe Who knows? <laughs> yeah,
1: that's <laughs> right but I think that's really unfair to him No. Uh, because really you know, that, 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 uh, that it's uh, reading into the text we just yeah yeah, yeah it is reading into the text uh-huh. it's not, not fair to what the Bible's really saying mm-hmm. uh, and and when it comes to to Didymus uh, really it's, it's just simply suggesting that uh, this is some someone who uh, needed more, uh, need to think through things more. Yeah. The, the actual meaning of this term, and funnily enough, Thomas is the exact same meaning. Right. In, in Aramaic to Greek. Interesting. The same meaning. Yes. Twin. Okay. Now, it could mean, of course, that he was a twin. Possibly. He, he might have yeah. been, yeah, like you were saying, a family package this time of two coming out <laughs> of the womb. Uh, but what also could be true is that it also means to be a giver. Interesting. Right, and also means to teach. Right. And if anyone has been a teacher or has uh, engaged themselves in um, pedagogy uh, and the art and science of teaching, then you'll know that one of the greatest helps in learning inquiry Uh is questions.
2: Right.
1: And and so he seemed to have twice as much of that, if you will. And a greater readiness to ask the questions that nobody else was willing to ask. Mm. And I would encourage our listeners, um, being a Christian does not mean that you walk into a church and you take your brain out of your skull and you leave it on the <laughs> shelf as you walk in. Yeah, uh, It means the exact opposite. Correct. Um, mm-hmm. You've walked through those doors because you are inquiring. You yes. do have questions. You want to see if there are answers to the big questions in wow. life. You're yeah. beginning to find that, hey, there are very solid answers. Yes. And if you've, ever li- if you've ever listened to Faith FM, you will have heard many a time, many a program that talks about the evidences in science, uh, in, in prophecy, and in archaeology, hmm in history, yes, in the resurrection, wow. uh, as well as in personal experience and testimonies yes. on this yes. program as well as on many other programs on FaithFM. So I'm not going to dwell and dive into that. You'll find yes. plenty of that on faithfm.com.au, is that Correct. Right? Yes. Yep. yes. But what I would encourage you to do <clears throat> is bring your questions to God. And that's exactly what Thomas did. We're mm. following in his example. He's a great example to have. Now, he, he wasn't there. He didn't see what they saw. Yeah. And we shouldn't just accept what somebody else says and take it at face value. We should examine it. Yes. The Apostle Paul puts it this way. He says that uh, we ought to examine our standing in the faith. Uh, elsewhere he says, test all things, hold fast or cling to that which is good. And clearly, truly, Thomas is the ultimate literal example of that. He's Hmm. saying, unless I put my finger where the nails were, unless I put my hand in his side, Uh I'm not going to believe. Now, a week later, his disciples were in the house again, and Thomas was with them. And though the doors were locked, Jesus came, stood among them, and said, Peace be with you. And then he said to Thomas, specifically now to Thomas, uh-huh. he says, put your finger here. See my hands, reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Wow, that's amazing. And Thomas said to him, get this, Thomas was not really a doubter. Uh-huh. Thomas just needed the evidence. Mm-hmm. And Thomas said, my Lord and my God. Wow. yeah, That was the strongest uh, response to the resurrected Lord of all of the of the twelve, right, of the eleven, right. I should say. <clears throat> uh, his was the strongest. Yes, because he he said, "This is the these are the hallmarks of the evidence I require." And when it was met, he then said, he didn't continue to prevaricate or waver or or oscillate here and there from one side to the other. He said, "Yeah, I laid out what the evidence was that was required." Yes, and when I encountered that evidence, then I had to say yes this is true
0: this is true and
1: that doesn't mean i'm not going to have doubts about something else down the track Mm. because i may very well and when i encounter that i'm going to say well let's weigh up what is the benchmark evidence that would help me to conclude that something is true in the face of the doubts or questions that i have in that instance as well yeah and then jesus said to him something really interesting he says because you have seen me you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. And so, you know, Thomas had the evidence that was available to him. We don't have the evidence that Thomas had, mm. but we have copious amounts of evidences that exist that are open to the inquiring mind uh, to this very day. Uh, again, in those same branches of epistemology, of, you know, the understanding of knowledge, et cetera, yeah. that I spoke of just a few moments ago. Wow. That's- so. Really want to encourage our listeners um, that doubt does not mean that you don't have faith. Doubt means that you're going deeper in your faith, but you're not just you're you're realizing that faith is not a feeling. Right. But faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen. Mm. Right. In other words, um, this is really what the writer to the the Hebrews was talking about in Hebrews chapter eleven, verse one. I think that is. Yes. Where he says that exact thing. You know that that. You know, faith is the substance of yes. things hoped for, right? Yeah. So we hope for what we don't yet have. Correct. But that doesn't mean we don't have evidence for it. You, you think Correct. about the evidence that existed for this cellular level of life or the mm. atomic level of life or the various different elements within an atom. Yes. Uh, well, you know, um, what did the scientists do? They said, well, everything seems to point in the direction that there's something there. Correct. Protons and neutrons and, and electrons. Correct. Um, but had they seen it yet? No, they hadn't. But the mm. substance of that which was unseen was there. All right. And the evidence of what was to be seen was there as well. So faith is not um, just whimsical thinking. Right. Faith is built upon uh, the evidence of what is pointing uh-huh. to uh, what is still to be fully experienced. Yeah. Uh, and again, coming back to relationships – you didn't just dive in, okay, to your marital relationship. No. Same with me. I took a couple of years. Exactly. You know? My my yes. wife was ready before I was. Okay. Um, but I tell you, you know, she, um, I got a better deal than she did mm, in right. marrying her. I see. But I tell you, <laughs> I, I needed to know exactly who this person was. Correct. And. I had to have it challenged. Mm. I had to see her in good times and in bad. I needed to know how she responded to different things Mm. uh, in order to build trust and then to see that that was the evidence upon which faith that would last a lifetime could could be built. And the same is true with God. Why would we fool ourselves to think that it isn't? It's Mm. much, much the same. And we could go on. Thomas is not the only character in the Bible like this. There are many other characters in the Bible like this as well. In fact, wall to wall... Yes. And the Bible doesn't try to hide it. The Bible yes. celebrates it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd love to look at
0: uh, some of those together with you uh after yes. this. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Thank you so much for um what you have shared there. Mm. And uh yeah, one thing that I'm understanding is that Thomas was not a uh was not just doubting for the sake of doubting, but mm. he was re- rather searching, seeking and wanting evidences so he could really base his uh belief on a solid ground. Yeah, uh, and and that is Beautiful. I believe that is powerful because truly, when people are searching with a with a whole heart, so as to understand, uh, once they finally have that understanding, mm. they are able to uh, uh, be stronger proponents of the truth of, of the truth of which they have discovered and experienced, and that becomes their journey, and and is no longer like you were saying earlier on. Uh, uh, you know, they're no longer mere reflectors of other people's opinions and beliefs, mm. and they're no longer just uh, you know, cast themselves. In the spiritual experience and the journey of another person, but it's theirs. And people like that are on a solid ground. ground. That's that's amazing. And mm. so, yeah, no, thank you, um, Hugh, for uh, sharing that. And I do believe that uh, uh, truly this uh, book. Uh, is also going to help people learn and understand more uh, on this subject. The book is titled, Have You Ever Been Lost by Chris Holland? You see, um, many people are asking a lot of questions today and it is good to ask questions, as you have also rightly pointed out, because uh, when we ask questions with a genuine uh, intent to understand and to truly uh, come out of uh, darkness, um, Mm. then we truly find answers. And, And And in this great book, uh, the Bible is made the source of uh, truth. uh, And I highly recommend this book by Chris Holland. If you're interested in how to get yourself a copy, you simply have to text to the number 04888808. 11, you simply have to text the code word, which is SA 143. SA 143, just like the abbreviation SA for South Australia, and then 143 in one word. SA 143, and then the Faith FM bot will reply, asking for the necessary details, and then we'll make sure that you get that free giveaway, uh, uh my friend. And so, yeah, powerful, powerful. Let's come to a short break, uh, and, uh, after the break we'll come back And uh, we'll look into some of those other characters That uh, you're referring to Pastor Hugh uh, So this is the song By uh, Michael McLean The message that can change uh, Let's see I've got the title here hidden a bit That can change The world hasn't changed This is a message which I believe uh, We really need to come back to From time to time So here's the song, enjoy it Stay with us, we'll be right back Thank you
2: this story
0: You are listening to Faith FM Draft Time. Big Q&A with Fabiano Nyonghuru. I'm your host for today. And I have here in the studio, Pastor Hugh Heenan, who is leading us in the discussion. Thomas, do believers ever doubt? That is really the subject of today. Do believers ever doubt? This is under the theme, uh perverse people. Big questions about biblical characters. We are looking at, uh, throughout this week, uh s- s- some characters in the Bible who have made. Uh, supposedly big mistakes some have um, uh, y- such as you know solomon um, who was covered uh, a few days ago uh, made big mistakes but we are looking at uh, some of the seemingly pitfalls and uh, of uh, some of the great men and uh, women of the bible and we are looking at some of the lessons that we can learn but today obviously we are looking at the story of thomas and the question we're asking is do Believers ever doubt. Have you ever doubted, my friend? And maybe you may be, uh, you know, in the camp of those who are asking questions and you may be wondering, well, what should I do with doubt? Uh, friends, the Bible uh, is our guide for today. And Pastor Hugh is helping us understand this. And so let me come back to him and uh, yeah, ask him to continue. What do we do with doubt? And mm. do believers ever doubt? Uh, you were saying just before the break that there are are there examples in the bible yes that's yeah. right
1: yeah so building upon where we've been before <clears throat> let's start with thomas again right because this is not the only instance in the life of thomas where uh-huh. this was true because you go back uh, earlier in the gospel of john before the resurrection thomas had his questions uh-huh. <clears throat> and you know we think of peter we think of someone impetuous and he'd leap to conclusions yeah uh, and he'd get into a hot mess sometimes because of that mm-hmm. um, but yeah he was a man of faith impetuous faith yes uh, but did he have his doubts? Yes, he did, just didn't recognize them for what they were. Right. Um, you know, for example, where Peter said, uh, You know, Lord, I believe, you know, I will never leave you. You know, yeah. They're in the garden, you know, and yes. and he even reached for his sword to defend the Lord. Right. But when the time of testing came, where was Peter? He was crying mm. as the cock crowed because he had denied his Lord not once, not twice, but three times. Yes, and so was his faith tested? Did he doubt uh, the strength and the tenacity of Christ to see it through to the cross mm. and to win victory over uh, over the the kingdoms of this world? Yeah. Uh, sure, he did have doubt in yes. the in the darkest hour, mm. uh, but he didn't think that he would. Yes. Uh, and so he had somewhat of a naive faith. Yeah. Uh, Thomas never did. Mm. Thomas had a testing, um, questioning faith. Right. So he wasn't so much a doubter. Um, and so when you are doubting, remember you're actually questioning. Right. And you're sifting. Yes. Um, you know, Jesus said to Peter that, you know, after the devil has tested you, or sifted you, yeah. come back and strengthen your brothers. Wow! And so the sifting that you're going through right now, if you're going through a period of doubt or a period of questioning, mm. that sifting period is actually going to strengthen you, right. whereby you're able to come back and strengthen your brothers and your sisters, uh, who maybe have never encountered the challenges that you have, or yes. the questions that you have plumbed the depths of. Right. Uh, and, uh, and, and thanks be to God, you've found the answer in mm. Jesus. Amen. Uh, because yeah, faith comes by hearing. Yes. And hearing comes by the word of God. So what you were saying before about Michael Yusuf is very true. Yeah. He's, he's put his finger right on it. Because we are a biblically illiterate age, mm. means that doubts prevail yes. Yes. where previously there were greater certainties yes. even as we're exploring uh, you know, exploring the questions of life. Correct. Um, and so those two things should be held together. <clears throat> you right. shouldn't just say, I doubt, therefore I have no faith. <laughs> uh, or there's no place for faith. There's right. always place right. for faith yes. or trust and trusting relationship. So coming back to, to Thomas, his faith was not a naive faith like Peter. Right. His faith was a questioning faith. Okay. And we we encounter this also in John eleven, verse sixteen. You know, Lazarus had recently died. So yet again mm. someone had died. Yes. And the apostles didn't want to go back to Judea. Yes. And and Thomas said what they were all thinking. He said, Let's go as well, so we can die with him. You know, so it was a bit of a cynical statement, almost a little sarcastic. But it was he was speaking what was in the mind so that it could be said out loud and then tested. Uh, and likewise in John 14, verse 5, mm-hmm. Jesus had just explained, Yeah, you know, he's, he's going away, he's going to prepare a place for his followers there in heaven. And one day they would join him there. And what's Thomas's reaction? Thomas responds by saying, Lord, we don't know where you're going, and how can we know the way? I want you to notice something in that. Thomas doesn't reject what Jesus is saying. Rather, instead, Thomas responds and he questions and he seeks to get greater clarity, deeper nuance in what Jesus is saying. He wants to understand more fully what Jesus is saying. That is the kind of doubt, in other words, questioning faith, that I would hope that every believer would wish to have. In fact, I I wish that there was more more the case. Many people who have a naive faith has <clears throat> never been challenged or questioned. They've just accepted what their mama and papa told them. They then get to university or they then get to high school or they then get to the workplace. They meet other people with different persuasions and, uh, and, and when the questions come, they uh-huh. haven't thought through their own questions and they immediately fall for the answers supplied by others. Mm. And so faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Yes. Thomas here is saying we don't know where you're going <clears throat> and how can we know the way Right. So he actually wants to know more. He doesn't okay. want to know less. I see. Yeah. And, and and you know, doubt should cause us to want to go deeper and want to know more. Mm. Some other great examples of this are all through the scriptures. Right. And there's negative examples and there's positive examples. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, for example, Eve yeah. uh, and the fall into sin. She uh-huh. doubted yes. the 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 wisdom. She doubted the character of God. Right. And it led the into the fall into sin yes. and falling away from God and going down a path of very dark. Uh, path that that is away from the author of life, mm. but she wasn't alone in this. I mean, you, you look all the way through the scriptures. Yes. You think about Abraham. <clears throat> Abraham bent down low before the Lord, uh-huh. and he laughed to himself and thought, "How how can it be that we're going to have a baby when Sarah is so old and I'm of great age as well?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you think of Sarah uh, when the time came and she was in the tent, and the three met uh, uh, Abraham at uh, Marmore. Yes, and. And um, it was said by the Lord that Sarah's going to have a child, and she laughed to herself. Correct. And, uh, and the Lord said, you laughed. And she said, no, I didn't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of Christians who say, no, I don't have any doubts. I fully believe. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, hang on. You couldn't have fully believed unless mm-hmm. you had doubts to get to that place in the first place. Wow. Uh, and and likewise with Sarah. And, of course, that's why, of course, uh, Isaac was called Given the name that he was, you know, yes, um, yes. laugh or laughter. Uh-huh. Um, you know, Asaph, he doubted uh, because the wicked prospered, and he doubted the value of serving God. Right? Uh, there are going to be times where you know, the circumstances will mm. cause you to question the convictions that you have. Yeah. And and uh, there's going to be times where we're going to need to to remind ourselves of yeah. why our convictions are fully grounded yes. in convincing truth. Uh, wow. Job doubted, doubted God's goodness. Um, Moses doubted God could use him yeah. to lead, not, not that he doubted God, he doubted himself right. that God could use him to lead Israel out of Egypt. And so he said yeah. things like, uh, oh, no, no, I can't go back there. Or, uh, no, no, um, send somebody else. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I cannot speak. Or um, he, he said that... Uh, uh, you know who shall I say has sent me? Yeah. yeah and so he asked all these questions, uh-huh. and God, time and again, he didn't say Moses, you shouldn't be asking questions. Mm. He welcomed the questioning, and he reassured Moses yeah. with each question that he had. Deeper reassurance came Moses's way right. each time that he raised a question. Yeah. So keep asking those questions.
0: Yeah. Um. You know you. This is great, actually, because it really helps us to see that um, the great men and women of faith in the Bible were people who were authentic, and there were people who were pursuing uh, a great understanding. And as a result, obviously, they had to ask many other questions. Mm. Uh, And So this is not bad after all. But then, uh, because you mentioned Eve, and we know how everything (laughs) ended with Eve, I just Mm. just brought a question in my mind to say, (laughs) is it possible? You're raising (laughs) questions. Uh, Exactly. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Is it possible that sometimes our doubting maybe, uh from, I don't know how we can really say this, but is it possible that uh, from the uh, uh, point of which we are asking uh, questions, uh, that maybe we are also uh, ignorant of that which God has already revealed to us? Uh, which I'm thinking maybe that could have been maybe the case of Eve, in that you know God had, had revealed His will, but yet you are willing, you are taking uh, almost like mm-hmm. another step to kind of you know uh, ask well not not necessarily ask, but but that, that His word. Which has already, you know, uh, clearly That's communicated right. his will that his word mm. could actually do what he says. And so you're, in other words, you're not just asking to know and to understand, but you kind of want to, I, I kind of, I don't know how I can really verbalize it, but you kind of <laughs> get what I'm saying, what I'm getting, yes, right? Yes,
1: yes. There, there are times where we're going to doubt. Not just merely from the outset. Right. There's going to be times where partway through the project, uh-huh. partway through the period of time, or the, the passage, or the episode, or uh, purpose that God has called us to for that season, uh-huh. that we're going to question partway through. Think about Peter again. Yes. <laughs> you know, he said, "Lord, tell me, and I'll come out in the water to you." Mm. And he did. He walked in the water just Correct. like Jesus. Yes. And then he saw the waves. He saw the wind. Uh-huh. He took his eyes off Jesus. Correct. And he began to sink. Mm. As he began to sink. It's because he doubted. Correct, and uh, and Jesus said, "Oh, you have little faith." But he didn't just leave him to drown. Amen. Hey, that's he good lifted news. him back up out of the water again, right? Yes. And likewise, also, you think about Elijah, that right. great man of faith. Uh huh. Um, he was the Old Testament version of Peter. He was impetuous too. Right. And, and he raced ahead of God. He's one of the few characters where it didn't say God called him. Mm. He just appears on the scene. Right. Right. And and as he appears on the scene, by the way take God's calling don't don't run ahead of him <laughs> yeah. but Elijah did anyway yes and uh, amazing what happened yes but in the case of Elijah um, he'd seen so much happen and and he'd seen God come through time and again Israel the same thing could be said for them right as a nation but Elijah he saw what God did he sent the rain uh, at just the right time uh, and and uh, after three years of drought <clears throat> and uh, all the people believed, and he thought, yes, this is the great revival and reformation of the times. Uh-huh. Uh, and then one message uh, from Jezebel... After right. everyone had turned back to the Lord, she didn't. And, yes. and she said, I'm coming after you. I'm going to make sure you're dead, just like all the prophets of Baal and Ashtaroth. And he ran for his life. Now, <laughs> why? Because sometimes yes. our emotions <clears throat> get ahead of us as right. well. Right. He became overwrought. He'd had the great big high. And, uh, and then mm. he came crashing down afterwards. And after the adrenaline had stopped pumping in the veins, <clears throat> right. uh, that's when uh, he, he just felt depleted. Right. And uh, at his, physically at his uh, lowest in terms of energy. And sometimes we need to be aware that our doubts are not because we're questioning things, mm. um, because we don't believe or, or even they're not because we are wanting to go deeper in our faith. It's just simply a product of the fact that we're hungry. Yeah. or we're tired. Elijah yeah. was very tired. He was very hungry. Mm. In fact, he was also very lonely. He was—he felt like he was the only one left in all Israel, and God had uh-huh. to say to him, hey, 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 there's 7,000 other people just like you out there yes. uh, who have also not bowed the knee mm. uh, to, to to Baal, but continue to worship me in spirit and truth. Uh, Wonderful. And, and so there are going to be times where your circumstances will draw you back to God. and And uh, don't focus on your circumstances. Don't uh-huh. focus upon how you feel, but rather instead say, Lord, I need you even more. Get that rest. Mm. Yeah, get a, maybe a full belly. Yes. Get around some people who are, are godly people, uh, who uh, who are very much replenished in, in terms of their energy levels and in, yes. in terms of their, their state of mind. Uh, and furthermore, don't just get around uh Good godly people don't just come back to the Word of God. Do that absolutely. Do that, and be replenished. But also get this: doubt your doubt. Uh huh. Because you know, so often we talk about um, people who doubt <coughs> what's true and what's what's uh, substantive, and and then they they go deeper in their understanding what that is. But we what's also true is we should also doubt our doubts. Mm. You know, why why give doubt? the courtesy that you don't give your faith yeah, you know, that's it <laughs> is your doubt so compelling <laughs> it can't be questioned, <laughs> should oh, it's, should it's, be questioned. it should be questioned
0: yeah it should be questioned doubt, so it should be a should be logical doubted. quest yes uh, rather absolutely. than just a mere uh, uh, um, uh, response from the hunger <laughs> from the hunger yeah. that you have <laughs> because get this doubt ne- doesn't provide or offer a better
1: solution it just yeah. nags away uh-huh. and chips away at the one we already have mm. right yeah. So, so, don't lean into your doubts, but learn to doubt your doubt, uh-huh. and in doing so, lean into Jesus. Amen. Because as the, as the Proverbs say, um, you know, trust not in your own understanding, but lean unto the Lord, lean upon him. In all your ways acknowledge him, mm. and he shall direct your path.
0: Amen. May God bless you and guide you, and may He shine upon you, and may uh, you grow in in, in your understanding of Him. Really, that is our prayer for all of our listeners. Thank you. That's all we have for today. Thank you, Pastor Hugh. May God bless you abundantly. And uh, until we meet again, friends, please do stay with us. This program
1: has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio.